Okay, so I'm trying out something new and um, trying to speak as softly as possible because it is just after 10 o'clock and so I don't want to disturb my neighbors. But I'm trying something new inspired by this podcast I've been listening to and also watching online there on YouTube. It's a finance podcast. <laughs> Nothing to do with religion or stuff like that. But they approach very real world topics uh, as a discussion format, as a podcast, by talking to one another on the couch. And I've just been so inspired by that. Because here are people talking about stuff that's happening in the news, in the world, in life, and applying it in a real world way by speaking finance stuff, speaking economics. I, I'm not a finance person, so <laughs> why am I listening to this, right? But they're dealing with it in such a relevant way. And it's really convicted me because I wonder if you know, we as Christians, or even me personally, we could do this in a much better way. You know, I don't think I talk about a lot of very real world or even personal things. You know, I just stick to the Bible. And I think that's still appropriate. But, but I wonder, I wonder if it might be worth trying to speak into the situations from the Bible, from our understanding of God and, you know, of faith and how we would deal with these situations in life as a Christian. So yeah, so that's why I'm on the couch. Um, but another reason I'm doing this is because I'm trying to apply what I've been reading this whole week uh, in the Bible to my own life. So I'm almost like... Uh, wanting to find the most relaxed position possible to reflect on these passages for myself personally. And the passage I'm talking about is Genesis chapter 22. This is where Abraham sacrifices his son, Isaac. This is God's test for him to see whether he really fears God, he really trusts God, he really worships God. But he does it by you know, asking Abraham to sacrifice the one thing he really loves. And I'm thinking about it and preparing to speak from it this coming Sunday at a church in London. And I'm thinking, you know, what is God trying to say to me personally? Uh, and the one thing that I'm trying to apply it to is my plans to go back home to Malaysia. So some of you guys know I'm moving back home to Malaysia. I first came to Cambridge. Uh, from Malaysia 26 years ago and now 26 years later I'm moving back home for reals <laughs> and I'll be honest it, it's really really scary um, and I want to find some comfort in this passage but also some challenges you know why am I doing this am I doing this for the right reasons or what does God want me to do in the next phase of my life so um, so yeah, that, that, that's the reason. That's the reason for this episode, for this discussion, for this, um, this couch. <laughs> so, okay, all right. So I'm going to approach this under three headings. Um, what I really love. Number two, what I really trust in. And number three, what I really worship or the God whom I really worship. And those are kind of the three points I've worked out in my mind. Uh, the three points I'm going to use for the sermon this coming Sunday. So things I love, things I trust, and what I really worship. So firstly, what I really love. And so I'm just going to read, first of all, just, just for some context. You know, God says to Abraham, uh, take your son, your only son, whom you love, and then sacrifice him there. And I think 
this is a revealing moment that God is saying to Abraham, here's the thing that you really love. And therefore you might maybe need to see that love in the context of your love for me. You know, you need to sacrifice it before me. And I think that's really, really challenging because, you know, something that you really love is something that you don't want to lose. You don't want to sacrifice. You maybe don't even want to give it up to God. Everything else, God, you can take it. But this one thing, this is mine. And if I'm honest, you know, for me, that, that is, that is Cambridge. You know, this has been home for me for the last 20 plus years, uh, longer than, than I've lived in Malaysia. So in a way, I am living, leaving home to go home, if that makes sense. You know, this is where I first became a Christian, first read the Bible. Um, this is where I, um, I don't know, I don't want to go into this too much, where I, where I met the love of my life. Uh, this is where um, I went through some really difficult times in my life and uh, God has brought, brought me through them. So all those experiences, all those very meaningful uh, moments of grace from God, they're all located in Cambridge. And part of me doesn't want to leave that. Part of me uh, feels like, <laughs> is this really stupid to give it up? Um, but what I would say is sometimes you don't realize that until you have to give it up. And I think that's, that's the thing I take away from verse two. You know, take your son, you know, Isaac, you really love him. God says, I know this is your treasure. Offer him up before me in worship. And I think sometimes you don't realize how much you love something until you almost, almost lose it. And I think that's true for me, I think. I think I'm, I'm being extra nostalgic in these past few weeks, I'm taking long walks uh, around the city. I just did that in the middle of the night, <laughs> uh, just before this, and uh, and and at the very least, at the very least, you know, I can say hand on heart, it's been good. It's been good. You know, I I might never be able to uh, come back, and you know, I'm going to visit as well. I, I hope to, God willing, but I might never actually live here in this kind of way ever, ever again. But, you know, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you that I do have this um, and you've given this to me as a good gift. Yeah, so that's the first thing. That's the first point, you know, knowing something that you really, really love and maybe acknowledging how it's a gift from God and maybe realizing at the moment when God says to offer it up before him to realize just, you know, helps you to appreciate it all the more guess okay all right faith faith and um this is by the way i i do realize i'm speeding through this it's because it's really late um and i i just want to keep this short i'll do i'll, I'll do more of this if this works out but let me know if this is helpful uh faith uh, and this is where um abraham has this long walk with his son um uh, verse uh, 7, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Abraham, father, yes, my son, the fire and the wood are here, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And this is a conversation that Abraham 
and his son has about Abraham's faith. And you know, you know, Abraham is talking with the one person that he loves in the most in the world, and he's telling him about God. And um, it's, I think, it shows the opportunity we have that God gives us um, to share Him with the people we love. You know, to share the gospel, to share Christ and to impact the lives of the people that we love with Christ, with God, with His salvation. Um, uh, so for myself, it makes me think of um, whether I've made the most of the opportunity I've had here in Cambridge uh, to share Christ. You know, um, it's very tempting just to live here and just enjoy all the benefits of Cambridge and not least the beauty and the weather and you know, just the comfiness. It's a very safe city. I can walk out in the middle of the night and it's safe and I can go and have a kebab across the street, that kind of thing. But, um, you know, Cambridge is also a place that pulls in so many people from around the world. And there's an opportunity there, you know, for you to share Cambridge with the rest of the world that's coming here to Cambridge. Um, I, I, I think... I've done that because someone has done that for me. I think I put it that way. You know, the, the way that I've come to learn to love the city, the people here in the city, the churches here in the city, is because people have shown me that love as an international student. So I've come here as an outsider and I've been embraced as, um, you know, as just someone, someone who belongs here. I think that's infectious. So I think that's what Abraham's trying to do. Abraham is trying to help his son trust in God. And what Isaac sees in Abraham is just his life. You know, here's my father. You know, I can ask him if I have a question about God. I can, I don't have all the answers, but I can see that my dad trusts in God. And I guess the challenge for me is that I hope, I hope that if anyone here knows me or you know, watches these videos, that kind of thing. Um, uh, what they see and, and the things that maybe I can't even plan to show or plan to say is that, you know, um, uh, I hope they see how much um, I'm at least trying, trying to trust God in the things that I do. Um, I'm trying to be as transparent as possible in what it means to trust God. Uh, um, I don't know what I'm talking about. I, I guess, I guess, I guess it's kind of osmosis <laughs> effect, if that makes sense. Um, trying to let people see through your life what it means for you to trust God and what you will look like if they were wanting to trust God themselves. Yeah. Okay. I'll leave it as that. So in terms of faith, you know, if faith is a journey, you know, there's a lot that is caught as much as it is taught, you know, he asks him a question and Abraham teaches him, says, God will provide. There's a teaching moment there. But I think this happens along the way, along that journey, along that um, kind of relationship that builds, that flows, um, and it takes time. Yeah. So yeah, so love, faith, and finally, worship, worship. How, 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 how do we get worship from this? Uh, verse 13, 
Abraham looked up, and there in the thicket he saw a ram caught by its horns. He went over, took the ram, and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place the Lord will provide. So Abraham worships God with a worship that God provides. And uh, what a relief that must be. <laughs> it's almost as if, I don't know, the equivalent would be if God says, leave Cambridge, and in the end, I don't know, uh, God says, you don't have to. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to find a way of checking it out, I guess. But, but it would be like that. It would be like, or maybe even if I went back home and uh, I don't know, maybe I found, I don't know, um, a church that was even more encouraging than uh, the church I'm going to here in Cambridge. I'm not sure, you know, in my mind, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm, I'm almost prepared not to find that. <laughs> or the kind of friendships, maybe even more meaningful. Or um, um, if I'm honest, again, I'm preparing myself for uh, a challenging time moving back home. I have to start from scratch again in my career, in my friendships, in ministry even. Um, but um, the equivalent of this would be that, you know, God um, almost blessing me even more. You know, uh, instead of me having to sacrifice something, actually God provides that sacrifice. God provides that worship. Then I just offer it up. God, you gave me this thing. I am offering it back up to you. Um, now, ultimately, I know that that's talking about Jesus. You know, the ultimate sacrifice that we have for our sins is not our righteousness. It's not something that we love, that we give up to God. Okay, now, God, you have to accept me. But there's nothing, absolutely nothing that I can do to make myself acceptable. But God provides it. Uh, does it through Jesus? Does it through the one whom he loves? And I recognize that. Um... And I guess that's the challenge, right? Trying to see the connecting point between Jesus, the one whom God really loves, and something that I really love that, you know, that almost Jesus needs to die for that, for me to see that um, I've received it by grace, received it from God, received it through his sacrifice. And, um, hmm, um, well, thank God you know, that he brought me all the way here so that I might know him. I guess that's that's one teaching point. You know, um, it's not the scholarship to come here, although I'm so thankful for that. It's not the job. It's not even the friends that I made here. But all this is, uh, in part at least, um, uh, a grace that comes through the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, he died that I might know him, have his forgiveness. But he also died that I might have, you know, this experience of grace that I might grow in the knowledge of him. And I guess every time I come and worship him, um, there needs to be an acknowledgement that this was paid by blood. This was paid in Christ. This was bought through his death on the cross. And so not to take it for granted. So that's true of Cambridge. Um, well, I need to see that that's true of Malaysia as well. You know, um, uh, you know uh, the fact that I can go back home, uh, be with my family, um, possibly even start over again. You know, all that is also by grace through the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, every 
step of the way needs to be an act of worship, I guess. Yeah, getting on the plane, I need to be worshipful in that way. I'm saying goodbye to my friends, I need to be worshipful in that way. You know, um, either praising God or um, kind of like helping people to see God in a way that I'm, you know, um, not holding on to things, but holding on to God. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm just thinking a lot. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's so those are those. That's the trajectory of my talk. There's the trajectory of my application point so far, you know, starting with um, something that I really love, you know, Cambridge, my experience here, um, uh, this place, um, moving, moving and landing on worship. I'm able to offer it up as something that honors God and that journey in between of faith, of helping others to come to know God, helping others to be seeing God through my life, through my own trust in God, that there might be a kind of transparency and authenticity and a kind of um, worshipful reverence before God in everything that I do in life. Yeah. Sorry, I think this could be better, but yeah, <laughs> for what it's worth, um, I'm trying to do this in a way that is as winsome as possible, that's as natural as possible, just trying to work through all the application points of everything, everything I'm reading in the Bible. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. This has been the Daily Bible Reading Show. Maybe I should call it something else, the Daily um, Couch Chatting Show or something. <laughs> Maybe this might be only, might be the last time I do this. Anyway, it was worth trying. Uh, take care and God bless. Okay, I'm trying to do this without editing, so I'll stop here. Bye.